This land, it's beautiful. Now you may be far away from the rest of the realm. Far west from the lands you know. And some adventurer like you may think, I've seen everything. What could this place possibly have? Well, I encourage you to just look a little bit closer. From the harbor of Angle Point to the green fields of the Reach, you'll find good, hard-working folk tending to the lush and fertile lands. From the top of the snowy mountain peaks of Wintercrown, the Northmen of Skellix Fall keep their watch at ancient tombs and treasures beyond imagining. But perhaps you would rather spend a night in the Wendigo wilderness beneath the stars. Creatures of all types roam the land. But should the blood moon rise, you better hightail it out of there. Storm Talon is the capital city. See the power of House Silverwind. So busy, so industrial. Shops for all your needs and wants. Well, as long as you can stomach the backstabbing that comes with politics. Kellenvold's a desolate land of gothic spires and terrifying creatures. If I were you, I'd stay clear. The tempest watches over those who are lost at sea. A beacon of light. But the old texts say the goddess Storms has no tolerance hubris. Hubris is something not in short supply on the Storm Breach Coast. If you survive the jagged rocks and rotten pirates, beware what lurks beneath the waves. So whatever your past may be, wherever you came Put it all aside now. Nothing you've ever done can prepare you for this place, for this land. Welcome to the Isles of Umbra. Welcome to another episode of the Stubborn Heroes, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, the first episode of Campaign 2. 
Yay. 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 Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as you all know, campaign one came to its uh, ceremonious end. And this is a new story still taking place within the same universe, still taking place within the same world of Varian. Only this time, uh, we're going to be traveling to a brand new place for all of our listeners and for all of you but a very old place in the lore and we've dropped hints about it before and it's called the isles of umbra so all of you will be playing brand new characters um and uh yeah so you guys ready <laughs> yep yeah Let's i guess so yep. yep welcome to the isles of umbra It is the year 253 in the Age of Heroes. For over a thousand years, the royal House Silverwind of Falcon's Rest has ruled the Ten Kingdoms from their seat of power in the capital city of Stormtalon. And during that time, they have maintained a relative peace across the Isles, with each kingdom and their respective houses who rule them bending the knee to House Silverwind. Although recently the political powers have been in flux, as five years ago, the Isles opened themselves up to the outside world for the first time, bringing in new and different types of cultures and people into the isolated continent. And the recent armistice signed with the Xing Empire to the Far East has left many unsure of how long this peace will last. The current monarch, King Henrik Silverwind VI, his rule has been a polarizing one, but most Umbrans believe he follows in his ancestors' footsteps as a symbol of strength and courage in the face of these rising threats. The landscape of Umbra is vast and varied, each kingdom unique, distinct in their culture and terrain. North of Storm Talon and Falcon's Rest lay the Wendigo Wilderness, a vast landscape cluttered by a sea of large pine trees too numerous to count as they extend upwards towards the jutting mountainscape. Beyond the wilderness lies the Winter Crown Mountains, the least populated area of Umbra, as few can survive the shifting glacial landscape and harsh white tundra. Exotic and rare herbs are cultivated in the gnarled forests of Duskgrove Wood to the east all growing outward from the undying oak, a place considered sacred to some, or an artifact of the past to many others. Moving south from Duskgrove lay the desolate lands of Kelimvor, where House Moonbreaker resides in the gothic castle known as the Crucible of Ravens, in honor of their goddess of death. Southward from there lay the Stormbreach Coast, a land left scarred by an ancient battle and whose people have adapted to the endless turbulent storms and deadly wastes of toothy rock spires by harnessing their anger and their grit. Two moons shine down as night settles in. The Pale One, which appeared when the elves arrived on Varian thousands of years ago, has since eclipsed. This occurred a few centuries past for reasons unknown to the Umbrans. Concern for its sudden eclipse dwindled over time, though, Likely since in Umbra, they have the second moon, which shines with a slightly orange hue that the denizens of the Isles call the Summer Child. The moon's 
glow shines across the Bloodsong Valley in the south. House Ashbury ruling a powerful currency of the lands that some consider more valuable than gold itself. In these parts, wine. The vineyards take up most of the landscape, stretching westward into the riverbed reach. The reach being a land of commoners, making up the bulk of the working class. It is also full of those that are most vulnerable to bandits and monster attacks. Thieves stumping the flow of these goods and services are apprehended by the Stormglaives, the main military force of the king that has jurisdiction across all of Umbra. Prisoners who are found guilty of the heaviest crimes like high treason, murder, grand thievery are all shipped off to the western kingdom of Colminus, an island ruled and maintained by House Greystone. Colminus is a prison island with walls a thousand feet high in all directions. Any who have been there have described it only as a living hell. However, our story begins in the kingdom of Kerberad, or more specifically, the harbor town of Anglepoint. For hundreds of years, Anglepoint has been a main hub of trade and commerce, moving in and out of Umbra. Controlled and maintained by House Goldcrest, a rich family that is known for its political strength and the ruthless way in which it deals with those that owe them debts. As the arbiters of gold in the Ten Kingdoms, House Goldcrest is aware of any coin exchanged in Anglepoint, and therefore has great interest in making sure the machine of trade does not cease. Many times they contract work out to mercenaries or sellswords, looking to make a quick buck to do the dirty work to keep the hands of House Goldcrest clean. The bustling city remains damp from a storm that struck the day before, sea foam gathering on the shores as the waves crash gently against the harbor, where you hear shipwrights and laborers calling out orders as they work to unload their cargo from the dozens of ships and vessels that have anchored down. All the while, traders and shops open their stalls and unlock the doors as the morning sun cuts into the horizon. There, in the middle of the city, the tavern door swings open. The rays of morning sunlight cut into view. Blackened by a silhouette of a newcomer, their boots click as they stride into the tavern. Billy, would you like to describe your character, please? Um, basically, yeah, so he looks like your typical cowboy. Long, trench coat, brown, something that is a little different is he actually has a fully robotic metal leg and uh, he has a glove on his left hand other than that he seems pretty typical he wears rose colored goggles and has a red sash cowboy hat goes by the name of Benjamin Grimshaw okay what can I call him? He's known uh, in some places as a Reaper or Grim Reaper, depending on whatever uh, cult following. But he has a name that follows him, which is Reaper. Okay. So do I call him Grim? Do I call him Reaper? 
doesn't matter? Not really. It, it's, uh, he's basically like a folk here. He's a bounty hunter. Like He travels from town to town, so yeah. like he has a bit of a reputation everywhere. Just I'm going to call him Grim, because that's what I wrote down. <laughs> Grim, you enter the tavern. <clears throat> and ahead of you there, just as you see on the screen, you see maybe 40 or 50 people. Don't count. Uh, 40 or 50 people within the tavern. It's busy and bustling. There's a uh, there's a, a man sitting at a stage at the far end who's playing the piano in this very uh, light-hearted way. It is full of regular tavern patrons and folks like you would see in your journeys throughout different towns, but you also see a lot of fighters, a lot of warriors. These are obviously pirates or cell swords. They seem to be sitting in groups, mercenaries, um, because you 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 have heard that uh, you could possibly get some work in this town, and uh, yeah. So you you walk inside and you're greeted by a uh, human man behind the bar, and he just sort of turns to you as you enter. Well, well, hey there, partner. Hey there, how's it going there? Hey. So you're looking to you're looking to eat or you're looking to drink? I heard a rumor that there's might be some work around here for a uh, bounty hunter of sorts. Hmm. He just sort of uh, puts the washcloth over his shoulder and he plays with his mustache a little bit. Now you see more of this man's um, uh, demeanor, his complexion. He appears to be in his late 40s. He's has a, a, a strong physique under his dirty white uh, apron. Hands are heavily calloused, so you can tell he's a real worker. He has a mustache that he seems to be fiddling with. He seems to oil it and keep it well-kempt and just sort of twirls on both sides. But very, very burly, strong. Uh, Cute the mustache song from uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah. <laughs> His hair's bushy on the top, shaved along the sides, and then he has a scar that runs from the side of his temple to the back of his head. Um, and he seems to have a, uh, a, a chain around his neck with a, a symbol on it that looks like almost like a lightning bolt with some clouds like a like a storm or something like that and uh he has hazel eyes and he just sort of narrows them at you yeah partner could be why don't you uh why don't you have a seat and get a drink first sounds like a good idea get myself a whiskey you know, he'll uh, take a seat at the bar. Yeah, you just sort of pull up to the bar there. I don't know. Can you guys see me twirling this guy around? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah just... it's actually like this is a really cool aesthetic. I, I, yeah. That's why I got distracted. Yeah. So he just sort of, and he goes, all right. And the music's still playing. A few of the other uh, people at the bar, they're just like sipping at their ale. Uh, some of them look like they may be pirates or cutthroats, and they just sort of eye you up. They're really paying more attention to some of the uh, <clears throat> metal parts on your body that are exposed. You are a strange-looking individual here to them. Hey, uh... What's your poison? I, I ordered whiskey. Oh. I, I, knew, I knew that. Whiskey it is. And he just sort of uh, gets your drink ready and he <coughs> pours you uh, some whiskey. 
Alright, so I'll just sit there and kind of drink to himself. Uh, got a, I hear uh, a hint of some riverbed twang in your voice there. You, uh, you from the Reach? Or are you from Kellenvore? Nowhere's home. I travel where I need to. Man of secrets. I can respect that. Suddenly, you hear a commotion coming from the entrance that you just came in from. And the guard that was standing at the uh, door there, this guard is wearing um, uh, black armor with a shield with the symbol of uh, House Goldcrest on it. And you know, these are the Goldcrest guards who, uh, who take up the majority of the law enforcement within Angle Point. The, the guard sort of steps outside, uh, opens up the door, looks outside, and you're, you're hearing a, a, a little bit of a commotion. From outside of that door, there is a, a figure. And the guard walks up to figure. You, you can't be here. Get away. And David. Hello. Would you like? Would you like to? Would you like to describe your character? Well, my character is a seemingly human little girl. She is um, wearing a pale blue dress and little um, flats on her with uh, white nylons. Blonde hair and a um, little and a flower in her hair. She's got a shield. On, or she's got a shield on her side, and she's wearing a uh, tunic, which has got the um, the crest of the ravens. Um, and she's holding a bunny by uh, by her side as well. A stuffed okay. bunny. Okay. What What is your name? Bonnie. Okay. So Bonnie, you're standing there at the entrance to the tavern when a, uh, a a guard who's twice your size steps up in front of you. Oh, I know children allowed. Back away. You have to let me in. No, no, no children without parental supervision. Come on now. Be on your way, little girl. But I'm looking for my dad. He's in there, I think. Your father's in here. Yeah, yeah, my my mom's very sick. She told me to come get him. You roll a <coughs> you roll a uh, roll a deception check at disadvantage. Um. All right. Thirteen and ten. Fuck off! Get him out of here, little girl. And you're not allowed in here. Hearing that, I'll uh kind of tilt my head over me. Bonnie, you you sassing my niece over there? I told her to meet me here, and you you're stopping her at the door. I told her to come to this place right now, and you're stopping her. You better let her through the door right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. well, uh, I don't want to hear no sass, boy. You better let her through that door. Oh yeah. I guess I did. I didn't know. You know, you just had to say it. I got my eye on you, and if she is your niece, you two better stay together then. 
Oh, don't you be worrying about her. Thanks, uh, Uncle. Um, yeah, Uncle, yeah? And the guard, uh, sort of huffs and then steps back outside. He'll kind of do, like, a little nudge, like, don't you worry. Thank All you. Right. <clears throat> what do you do? What do you do, Bonnie? Um, I'll sit with him and <laughs> look over and be like, can I, uh, can I get a drink? You get a drink? How old are you, little girl? Nine and three quarters. <laughs> no. I'm afraid, uh, you have to be at least 16 to get a drink here, but, uh... Well, I meant water, hello. Right away. What place is this trying to serve alcohol, little girls? Like, what do you think I am? Yeah, and he, he just sort of uh, rolls his eyes, the bartender there, and just, like, hands you your water. Ugh, and then walks away to serve other customers. <coughs> so you two are out of your shot now. And then, uh, basically, he'll be... Name's Ben Grimshaw. How's it going? Oh, hi. I'm... I'm Bonnie. I'm... I'm just... I'm just looking for some work. How are you today? Not so bad. I'm... Uh, Looking for some work myself. So maybe we can find something together. Who knows? Ooh, do you know of any monsters I can kill? Monsters? <laughs> I, I haven't seen any lately, but I've been taking care of a few uh, myself. The back door of the tavern crashes open <laughs> as the doors swing door. open and. Yep, there's a back door. It's right up here. I didn't even see the back door. There's a back door up here. The back door crashes open. The guard sort of turns his gaze. He puts his hand on his sword, ready to unsheath it, um, as a figure walks inside, taking up most of the doorway, large and armored. Who did? Cody, would you like to describe your character? Yes, um... So what walks into the back door is a giant armored figure uh, with almost red ruins all over his body, and his eyes are glowing. And behind him, he's dragging a massive boar. Okay. You can move yourself. You should have permission. Everybody in the tavern, they stop. The music stops. Everybody turns their head as this large figure starts stepping in from the back door, dragging a huge dead giant boar. Its blood is just trailing behind it as, as uh, this large armored figure steps in. And uh, Is there a place that looks like I could almost hand it in? Like that table beside uh, the guard, yeah. is that one? Or do I bring it to the bar? Yeah, Pete. People just sort of start moving out of the way, um, and uh, one guy at the bar sort of, I guess he'll fuck off over here, and this guy will fuck off too. People just, they don't want to get in your way, You're, you look very intimidating. You walk past this one table of uh, four individuals, they seem to be some sort of mercenary group, and they're the only people in this tavern right now, besides the two at the bar here, who aren't looking at you like they're intimidated. These four here look at you like they almost are completely unimpressed with you. Okay. You you nudge your way past them 
and you make your way right up to the bar. And uh, I'm guessing you slam the board down? Yes. So you, you slam the board down on the table. The bartender just looks down. Can I help you? For right now, he, he's just going to point down a point and poke the boar. <laughs> yes, I see it's a boar, yes. So, uh, let me guess, you're looking for some compensation? He nods. Uh, well, let me just, uh, looky here. Um, how did you kill the boar? Was it bludgeoning, slashing? He's gonna pull, pull out his, uh, the giant bone. Yeah, you have a huge, uh, giant bone on your back. Huh. So, yeah. Beat it. Um, he sort of inspects the boar, looks at it. There's flies all over it. You didn't exactly catch it fresh, and it's sort of started to rot a bit. And, uh, he looks, did you, uh, did you remove the tusks? What? Or, uh, he would nod yes again. Okay, I I can maybe give you ten copper for this. That's about it. You know how hard it was to kill this thing? Ten copper? (laughs) (laughs) Now, son, there's no need for you to raise your voice. Um... Listen, I understand. You, 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 I'm sure you put a lot of work in to get this thing here, but when I hire a hunter to bring me meat, I make sure uh, I make sure I hire one that knows what he's doing, and will actually uh, bring it back in one piece that I could uh, cut it up and and serve it. But uh, there, there's hardly anything here that I could use, so. Listen here, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you 20 copper, but that, 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 that's it. I can't give you any more. <sighs> fine. 20 copper's fine. <laughs> and he hands you the 20 copper, and then the, uh... The, uh... Sound the like fucking Schmeagol. <laughs> the, 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 the... the the this oh, weird, wow. weird voice. You guys, at the bar, Bonnie and, uh... And, uh, Grim, you would notice that, uh... This figure has a very odd voice for somebody who looks so deathly intimidating, but uh, the innkeeper just brings it to the back room and then uh, puts 20 copper down so you can uh, add that to your inventory. Then he brings it to the All back right. room. <laughs> His voice is so weird. Can I uh, investigate him? Sure. See if there's... Oh, do you want to use uh, your item? Yeah. You'd see uh, Grim just sort of pick up his hat a little bit. His ruby red goggles sort of shine just a little bit as he as he looks at this armored individual. You can do an insight check. Uh, that is a, a six. You would notice as you as you use the Magitech um, uh, that's in your goggles, this armor has powerful magical red runes all over it. And they just seem to interfere with you, and you're blinded for a moment. Almost, you get this like haziness in your in your goggles as you try to inspect it. Oh, this guy's. Oh, damn. I'm just kind of think to myself. I'm not gonna like, say anything. 
Yeah. All right. And uh, what's the name of this uh, individual, uh, Cody? Balgarath. Okay. He intrigues me. But, like, I'm, I'm intrigued. That's why I'm like, yeah. kind of like, what's going on with this guy? Hmm. Yeah. So I, I wasn't trying to get anything specific. I was just Yeah, yeah. To, no, it was, was cool. Like, it was cool. You <laughs> tried to scan him and it didn't work out for you. So. Fine. Bye. I'll look over back. <laughs> You're really big and have a really funny voice. And you're a little girl inside a bar. It's very funny. <laughs> Alright then. I'm Bonnie, by the way. I'm Belgarath. And Belgarath. What, what's a Belgarath? Uh, that's me. I'm no, Belgarath. I've never. Belgarath. Well, where's that name from exactly? Uh, well, my father gave it to me. It's good enough for me. And I'll walk over. Name's Ben Grimshaw. How's it going? Uh, nice to meet you. Kind of like extend his hand for a handshake. He's kind of <laughs> plopped down and keep drinking his whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you shake the hand of the large armored individual. Elgarath is just going to sit down beside and um, pull out a horn. Uh, a dragon's horn. Bonnie will also look over to him and be like, he's my uncle. Wink. And then wink at him. Yeah. I can't really say what my face is because it's covered by a mask, <laughs> but if it was, it'd be a little bit of a dis- like a disgust. Like a, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys would see this ornate dragon tooth drinking horn. It looks extremely pristine. With uh, jewels all around the end. What do you do with it? Uh, I start drinking from it. Oh, did you read the item? No, I didn't. I don't know how to read it from here. (laughs) It does something. It automatically kills you, Cody. (laughs) Oh, your character's gone. No, it just it has a flavor text there. It lets you do a a one cool like little thing you want to do. If if you wanted to do that. Oh, (laughs) does that? Okay. Um. That's why I told you to read all your items before we started. Okay. Um, he's not going to drink from it then. <laughs> well, you, you take it out and you second guess it and you go, uh, and you sort of... And I put it, and put I it, put it back. And the uh, innkeeper steps out from the back room then walks up. So, what's your poison? Uh, take a rum. Sorry, I'll take a rum. Rum it is, and he serves you. He serves all three of you a drink. And then as that's happening, we uh, zoom out from behind the three of you to the back of the tavern. Far in the corner, where a silent figure has been watching. The back of the tavern, a figure sits by themselves in the corner, quiet, watching, observing. So, Raymond, would you like to describe your character? Uh, okay. Um, over in the corner you see uh, this uh, robed monk warrior. Um, Asian descent. Um, he's definitely got one of those uh, rice farmer Sakat hats on, like the bamboo um, hats. 
um, and he's just nursing a drink uh, quietly while observing uh, everything that's happening in the tavern. Um, his robes are ornate. They've got uh, designs of like dragons, phoenix, um, very almost like regal uh, way, but you do notice that uh, the robes are uh, not tattered, but a little bit worn from uh, battle. Uh, obviously, the, the guy has been fighting and stuff like that, so... Um, you also notice uh, by him uh, a copious amount of weapons. Um, some, a lot more than one person should carry, but uh, other than that, that's uh, what Rasu Wan looks like. Okay. So, one of the, uh, the waitresses who's uh, just dropped off a drink order to a young couple over here turns and notices you. And she just slowly approaches. Well, hi there. How are you doing? Uh, Raswan would uh, nod at this point. Hmm. We don't, uh, we don't get too many of you folk around here. Are you, uh, are you looking for work? Uh, yes, I, I, I am looking for work. Oh, okay, okay. I, f- I figured, I mean, and she sort of uh, gulps a little bit looking at all the weapons that you have uh, attached to you and on the table around you. Uh, are, you are you expecting anyone? Is your is your uh, group going to be here soon? Uh, no, I am uh, her own. You, you're on your own? Oh. Oh, well, you're going to need a group. I don't need anyone I have everything I need no I don't think you understand you see um, you see they used to give out the monster hunting jobs to single individuals or those in the uh, from the college of heroes but uh, they found that a lot of them were getting slotted and killed and we were losing a lot of our mercenaries so now now they only give jobs like that out to uh, groups of six or more Raswan's just gonna take the drink that he has and uh, put it on her tray and uh, kind of ignore everything that she said. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Uh, can, can I can I get you anything else? Uh, one more of those. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get that right up. She sort of walks away timidly, and then as she walks past uh, where um, that group of uh, four individuals are. Um, one of them uh, slaps her in the ass. I bet they go get me a drink, eh? Oh, oh yeah, yes, y- yes, Captain. She just goes over here and then realizes the bar is fucking this way, and then goes <laughs> to the bar <laughs> to get a drink. <laughs> but yeah, she's gone, and. uh and you know, after a few minutes, eventually she comes back, and she uh, and she serves you your drink. And would there be anything else, sir? No. And then he'll drop a uh, like a copper coin on uh, the tray for. Thank you kindly. And she walks away to serve other customers, and uh, you just sort of sip your drink as you uh, look at the three individuals at the uh, at the bar. Is there anything else you want to do? Uh, just... No, we'll keep it at that for now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Quick intro. 
Are we within earshot of that at all, or are we just kind of doing our own thing? You're just sort of doing your own thing. I mean, we can uh, cut to your conversation really quick. Bonnie's just playing with her bunny on the uh, on the bar, just making it dance around. Okay, and then we're going to just zoom out of the bar for a moment. Uh, zooming out of the tavern, back to the streets just outside of the tavern. Ooh. Okay. Walking through the streets of Angle Point, the sun is shining. It's a uh, it's a nice cool breeze from the uh, from the ocean. Uh, you can hear the shipwrights at the harbor across the way as uh, two individuals are are walking. They sort of get some side eyes and stares, not because of their race necessarily, but because of the fact that these two races are not commonly allies. And I will now allow Parker and Michael, would you like to please describe your characters? Sure, do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. So, uh, these people would see a just about almost seven foot tall blue dragonborn um, with uh, kind of blue like tendrily hair and he's wearing uh, kind of leather armor with some straps and and like wrist guards and things like that and um, he's he has like kind of a ripped uh, black cape that's like weather torn um and he's carrying a giant, like, glaive that uh, he's using as a walking stick. Okay, and, w- and what is your name? Tyrannus. Gotcha. Tyrannus. Tyrannus, yeah. Okay, and Michael, would you please describe your character? So, what you will see is a five foot nine turtle, dark green color. Um, He has, like, his clothing is pretty much of, like, seaweed, seashells and everything, just kind of covering his entire body. Mm -hmm. Um, The one thing that, you know, people would notice is his shell is, like, covered in, like, huge spikes. So he looks very intimidating as a turtle. Um, On his right arm, he has a shield um, that he just kind of gripped on there whenever they're just kind of as protection um yeah okay that's what you see and what is your character's name Michael uh my character's name is Thanthwi 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 okay sorry good luck (laughs) okay and uh you two are walking up the streets of Angle Point uh, together, so please just. So, Thanthwi, um, well, <laughs> I really don't know what to say. Why were we here again? I'm just here cruising along, looking for some of my cards. Right, the the card collection. Yes, we we're looking for other cards. Yeah, I just want to kind of cruise around, see what's available. 
I really have like nothing to do around here. So I'm just here. Well, I suppose we could use some work. We are lacking in the funds department. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I have like 10 gold. I can get me something. That's more than I, I have. I love this character. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, uh... I love this character, Michael. Oh my god, man. Oh, Thanth, we, uh... So much yeah. time. Did you describe your glasses? Oh, no. I don't think you've mentioned, uh, the glasses. Uh, Thanth, we, you, uh, you almost trip on a rock <laughs> as you're walking. You're just too busy looking around at all the sights that you've never seen before. And, uh, your spectacles fall off your face. Oh, no, my glasses. My glasses. I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> Someone gets this. <laughs> and you see, uh, uh, two young teenage boys, and they just sort of point left. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at that stupid fucking turtle. What are you laughing at? <laughs> yes, what are you laughing at? And they... And they're stopped by the large shadow of the huge, uh, seven-foot-tall blue dragonborn. Nothing, nothing. Get the fuck out of here! And they run. (laughs) Yeah, and you pick up your glasses. Pick up my glasses, and I'm gonna look and be like, "Yeah, you're very brave. You're you're very, very, very brave. I want to be like you one day." Trust me, you you don't want to be anything like me. Uh, oh, okay. And beside you, you see the uh, the tavern. Um, oh my god, I never named the fucking tavern. Insert uh, name. Make Shark up a name, Tooth. guys. Shark Tooth Tavern. Crow's Corner. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um, shark. It'd be a Cedric's corner now because you know yeah. Frostfist Tavern. Frostfist Tavern now. Um, I like something tooth. I don't like shark tooth, but let's um, rat tooth. Uh, the saber tooth tavern. Gold tooth makes sense because the gold crests run it. Gold tooth tavern. There. And you see beside you, Thanthwi and uh, and Tyrannus, is the gold tooth tavern where you hear music playing from inside and, uh, and lots of people as well. And you see a huge sign on the wall next to uh, a guardsman that says uh, uh, mercenary and sword work inside. Hey, Thanthui, do you want to check this place out? I think we might find some work in there. I, I guess it kind of looks a little scary, but... Come, I, I, come on, follow me. Uh, okay, you you approach the tavern. The uh, the guardsman there, uh, clad in his black armor and his gold crest insignia <coughs> on his shield, and he just he gives you a sort of an elevator look at two of you, but doesn't stop you. Allows you to go inside. A lot of odd individuals come in and out of this place for work. As uh, the two of you step inside, you see uh, three. Odd individuals sitting at the bar, speaking to a bartender, and uh, yeah, so you've entered the Gold Tooth Tavern. I'm going to uh, kind of 
gesture to Thanthui and take a seat at the bar next to that little girl. Uh, Thanthui's gonna look and go, that's not big enough for me. You could slide us all down if it... Okay, Tyrannus takes note that Thanthui's not gonna fit, and he says, Hey, do you mind uh, shuffling down a bit to make room for my friend here? Are you talking to me? I'll look over to... Yes. I'll look over and look back to uh, uh, Belgrath? Yeah. Belgrath. Uh, sure. We can slide down. <laughs> we play musical chairs and... No, you two have slide down. What about Bonnie? I guess so. <laughs> there we go. That's good. I can't believe this, Susie. Like, <sighs> and who are you talking to when you say that? My bunny. So, the little girl's talking to her little stuffed bunny beside you, Tyrannus. I don't care about that. Trina <laughs> <laughs> says nothing about it. Um, He's literally looking away. He's like, I don't care. I do not care. <laughs> the, uh, sorry, the innkeeper walks up. Well, well. You two are, uh, are a rare sight. How can I help you? I'll have what she's having. And I point to Bonnie's drink. Okay. Hands you uh, a glass of water, Tyrannus. What about you? Uh, Thanthu's gonna be like, uh, do you have, like, sea water or something? Uh, salt water for the, uh, salt water for the turtle, of course. Yay. He comes back out, hands you a glass of, a big mug of uh, salt water, because he knows uh, turtles drink a lot. No problem. That'll be, uh, that'll be, uh, two copper each. Two copper, uh, okay, okay, here you go. Thank you. Thank you. Tyrannus hands over two copper as well. You all owe me two copper, too. What? For water? I I don't have any money. Now, now, little girl, don't test me. I only... Come on. I don't have anything. Why, let me check inside my rabbit. Roll a deception check. She starts going through her uh, her rabbit. Roll a deception? Okay. I'm only nine and three quarters. How do you think I have any money? <laughs> <laughs> this, this innkeeper, he's been through a lot in his life. And he just looks at you and he just says, In the Tempest name, girl. I've heard a lot of bullshit in my day. And that may be some of the worst deception I've ever heard. Now give me two copper. Fine. And then she hands him over two copper. So, what are you two uh, looking for? Well, we came here for several reasons, but we are looking for work. Yeah, that seems to be the story all around. Luckily, today's your lucky day. Yeah. Gold Crash Captain should be by any time to post some uh, some new jobs up on that notice board back there. What group you part of? We don't have a group. It's just the two of us. 
Well, that's going to be a problem. But, uh, you see, uh, you're going to need at least a group of six or more in order to actually get a job. They don't just give them out to any single or two individuals. The gold gets spread more thin that way, but at least you have a better chance of surviving. How, how are you supposed to find six people? Well, that ain't my problem, sir. But, uh, if you're more looking for manual labor or maybe a job as a shipwright or something, you can always uh, sign up for that. It's, it's good pay. Room and board, living on a ship. I did it for many years. Hmm. Doesn't sound that fun, but maybe. He, uh, and he goes to serve other customers. Suddenly, the back door opens again, and entering is a, uh, regally dressed captain of some kind. He's wearing the black armor, same as the other guardsmen, but he has a golden shield and a golden sword at his side. And he steps inside with two other uh, guards. The majority of the tavern turns their gaze towards him with anticipation. And just sort of looks at everybody in the room. <sighs> sort of breathes it in and Mm. And then walks over to the notice board. All right. Who's looking for work? Suddenly, the whole tavern just rushes forward. Just everybody starts crowding towards where that notice board is. It's just like a frenzy. People start running up to start grabbing jobs. What do you guys do? Rasulan's gonna run up and uh, snag the first thing he can see, just off the board. <laughs> roll a, uh, roll a. Damn, it's like a bunch of fat kids chasing cupcakes over there. <laughs> Rasulan, roll. You, you you move with uh, impossible speed. I'd like you to roll a dex check. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna give you advantage, just out of pity. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, that's a bit better. better. Yeah, that's better. Ooh. We don't have godly stats anymore. You run up to the board. You're about to, and and, and you you just like with 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 crazy speed. You just hop over this table here. You run up to the board uh, after the notices are posted. You grab one with your hand. Then your hand is grabbed by the big burly captain. He, he grabs the notice that you're currently holding out of your hand. Hey, that one's mine. Um. You got a problem with that? Uh, Rast one's gonna snatch back out in the, from the air. Okay. Like, if he grabbed it, I'm gonna snatch it back. We'll do competing decks. Or, I guess, strength. We'll have to do strength. Strength? Oh, let's ignore this one, then. Well, he'd, he'd beat my strength anyways. Yeah, so you, you try to use your uh, your speed and your strength, but this this pirate who's standing in front of you, he's a large, burly man with a 
big burly black beard. He has one white eye, a scar down the center of his face, down his throat. He seems he has two um, rapiers on the on the side sheet. You, you just attempt to like move away, and just with his own burly strength, he just like picks you up and then just like tosses you to the. <laughs> he tosses you about six feet over here, so you're just like manhandled, and uh, he's like. <laughs> If you know what's best for you, you won't stand in my way ever again. Yeah, he walks over to his stable again with his with his team. I vote to become a murder hobo. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll, I'll I'll reach in and grab another job. He'll he'll brush it aside. Okay, and you grab another job, and you're able to to to, to get away. You're holding a uh, a parchment in your paper. Um, that what? Wow, okay, you're holding a parchment paper in your hand. Regardless, as you're explaining that, Rest One's going to take this, go up to the bar counter, and and once you explain it, then I'll... Yeah, yeah, so what you do is... uh, You you unravel it. It's it's a a job from a local smithy um, called the Smelt Belt. It's about two blocks northwest from this location. The blacksmith claims that there has been uh, some scratching sounds at the walls of his basement. And he doesn't know what it is and would like somebody to come and investigate as he suspects that it's likely uh, a rat infestation. So very generic, uh, cliche sort of uh, job that uh, the blacksmith believes it to be oh yeah okay so um Ras one will take that go all the way up to the barkeep and and um flag down the bar uh then keeper okay oh there you are yeah the innkeeper looks over hey that's not his voice hey how can i help you um Ras one will put down the parchment uh on the table and be like i'd like this job well, look at you. Half of these folks won't even be getting work today. You must be quick on your feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, old, uh, Thomas Williams, the, uh, the blacksmith over at the smelt belt. Yeah, I remember. He was, uh, complaining about some scratches at the, uh, on the walls of his basement. But, uh... Nobody's really wanted to take the time to go over. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid, though this uh, this is one of the uh, gold crest jobs. So you're gonna you're gonna need a team in order to in order to execute this uh, this job. Uh, uh, Rast one's gonna look over to the left of him at the rest of the uh, like down the entire bar, um, and he's gonna count. Six or five other people other than himself. Uh, uh, you you said I need team. Yes, you're gonna need a you're gonna need a group. I'm afraid this is uh, this is part of the policy when we uh, when we give out jobs here in Angle Point. We can't have you going off and getting yourself killed. It just makes more of a mess and doesn't make the gold crest look very good. So. I'm afraid you're going to need a group of at least six or more. 
A single tree does not make a forest. I will take these five. Yeah, Tyrannus leans his head like against the bar, looking down back at uh, Rasuan and just says, You want us to be a part of your team? Rasuan's going to respond with, <clears throat> A single string cannot make music. I, I don't understand what you're saying. Yes, I have job. <laughs> okay, then then you have our assistance. What about you three? Where we got to I ain't something? got nothing else better to do, so I'm in. What? what? <laughs> you, you. So you both spoke at once. At the same time. So, go ahead, Cody. Do we get to kill something? Yes. Yes, you you get to kill something. I'm in. Well, I ain't got nothing better to do, so I'm in. If Uncle Grim is going, I'll go too. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then at that point, uh, Raswan's gonna, again, uh, kind of slap his hand on the parchment and just be like, this is my team. All right. Well, it's a rather diverse and interesting group you got here. Um, so be it. When you get back, you're going to need a team name in order to collect your funds for the job. So that might be something you want to start thinking about. But uh, yeah, so he- here's a map for you. And he just sort of takes out a... Uh, a map from uh, behind the, the bar and just starts sort of a map of angle point and he just sort of marks where the blacksmith is. You tell Williams uh, that uh, I'm going to be there uh, next week to fix me up a new butcher's knife. Uh, who, who are you? Oh, somebody's going to ask me my name, I see. Okay, that's good, that's good. Maybe you all should get used to doing that. I don't Soon care. On your, okay, all right. <laughs> you're, you're you're an innkeeper. I don't give two shits what your name is. Uh, Tempest, watch over me. I'm Bonnie. Uh, okay. My name's uh, Silas Silas Seaworth. You can uh, you can call me Sai. Sai. I'll call you Silas. Okay. Silent of you just moving him all the way over and turning. All right, so. Okay. Well, good luck. And uh, you see, he takes out a uh, um, a quill and then signs the uh, the contract. That was just him proving it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Rasuan's gonna take a look at the map, be super unfamiliar with it, and be like, I think we go that way. And he points to the back door. Let's go then. And Tyrannus stands up and starts walking to the back door. I'll follow. Panthery will follow. (laughs) I'll follow as well. 
Bonnie picks up her bunny and goes, let's go Susie! And then skips to the back door. <laughs> and you all go outside. As we're walking. Uh, yeah, just I'm just gonna lay down all your pieces. Yeah, as we're walking, Russell Hunt's gonna be like, I am Russell One. I came from the country sing and I'm here to hunt Mogu. What's a Mogu? Mogu. Or Mogun. I, I never heard of a Mogun, but sounds terrifying. My hey. name's Ben Grimshaw. Ben. That's right. Ben Grimshaw. You got it. Ben. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. <clears throat> that little girl over there. She's not really my niece, but uh, I believe her name is Bonnie. Is that, that, that right, right? My name, yes. <clears throat> my name is Bonnie, and this is Susie. And don't you hold up, Bonnie. She's my bestest friend. Well, Bonnie and Susie. Yes, but Bonnie. Bonnie. That's right. <laughs> Bonnie, okay. Uh, I'm Balgraf. That's a weird name. I'm Tyrannus, and this is Thanthwi. Hi, I'm Thanthwi. Tyrannus and Thanthwi. And Balgarath. 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 Yes. That's a wrong name. So where are we going? Um, Russell One's gonna take up the map. Well, have the map in front of him. Uh, he's gonna point to where the, the innkeeper uh, side circled, but he's not really gonna know where that is. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Studying the map, and you don't know the area very well. But he's not gonna say that. He's just gonna point there. Can I investigate the map? <laughs> Sure. You gotta get it for all investigations. Can sure. I see the map? Uh, yes, born me. And uh, he's gonna hand it over. Okay. Wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, really? <laughs> you're all idiots. Okay, so. <laughs> your advantage and you rolled seven twice. I okay. Know. So. With a seven, you didn't have any bonuses to that, eh? No, I, I, I just create. I, it's plus three. Oh, you're not. Do, you don't have the. Okay, we'll get it for you. For I didn't for set that up. There's too much other shit going on. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Okay. Yeah. So, Bo- Bonnie, you grab the map and you're just holding it upside down. You're just like, uh. <laughs> I think we go. Um. Uh, that way. And she just points to a random direction. <laughs> you point back at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I'll just kind of look um, over her shoulder and just kind of look and see if I can read where we have to. There's a guard keeper, uh, like a guard keep up by the end, right? Yeah. Let's uh, go. just going to walk up to him. Whoa, you're fast. Like, okay. I, uh, he's, he's just going to walk up and be like, uh, smelt belt. Smelt belt. Yeah, that's uh, up the street there. It's uh, a little bit north by northwest that way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you can't miss it. It's got a big uh, picture of an anvil. And then uh, Rasul. Wow. Rasul's going to slowly walk this way. Somebody did it. I knew one of you would start calling yourselves by your old character. Wait, Cody, you are able to move yourself. I am now. What the fuck? I wasn't allowed in the tavern. Okay, you're all going. Okay. So you approach, let's just say this is it. Let's just say that you, you've, you've traveled through the streets of Angle Point, um, and you're just sort of introduce yourselves and get, get, hey. hey. Okay. <laughs> Enough silly business. Um, I'm just pacing, bro. Eventually, oh. eventually you make your way up a street, and the map starts making sense to you. Um, we'll say that uh, Grim sort of gets the map and is like, well, yeah, it's obviously this way. Um... Because he has been to Angle Point before, and uh, and you see ahead of you a shop with a that that says the Smelt Belt, and it has what seems the the, the sign shows a belt with a uh, with a, an anvil as like the belt buckle. You you approach it. The sign outside, which should say open, says closed. Tyrannus is going to try and open the door anyways. It's locked. It's locked. Have you tried knocked it? No, I'll try that. Tyrannus knocks on the door. Nothing yet. No answer. Is there another way in, maybe? I'll check. <laughs> Tyrannus is going to walk around the side of the place, see yeah. if there's a back door or a side entrance. You look around this, uh, it's, it's, there's not many windows um, on this thing. You, you see uh, the two windows at the front, um, one on the left of the door, one on the right. You see an upstairs window, um, but really there's no other windows all around. Um, it seems to be made of a, a heavy brick and it's a very old building so yeah there doesn't seem to be any other way in who's the tallest one the tallest would be Tyrannus looking at the building if he was to put me on his shoulders would I be able to see through a window uh yeah like an upper window or just any window oh gosh no just uh Anybody could see into any of the downstair windows. You could uh, try to hop up to the upstairs window if you wanted to, but, uh, yeah. All right, well, I'll let Ray do what he was going to do first. Um, are there any people around that are just, like, idling around? No, no, nobody. Um, you just see, you know, the regular common folk, but they're all busy. They don't seem to be paying attention to you as you're in front of the blacksmith. Okay. I'm just gonna refer to the group. Like, 
So, what is it we gotta do here exactly? Um, uh, Rasalan's gonna take the uh, parchment out and uh, hand it to uh, Ben. And then I'll, I'll read it. What, what exactly is it? Does it say that there's just scratching at this other? Yeah, door? just that uh, uh, Williams, blacksmith <coughs> Williams, he owns this sh- uh, shop. He says that he's been hearing uh, scratching on the walls of his basement. Walls of his basement. And he believes it's uh, it may be a rat, a giant rat infestation. Oh, so this guy thinks he's got rats in his basement. All right. Let's go around. Maybe we can find a way in uh, the back someplace. And I'll go and look around and see if I can find another ulterior way in. I'll follow Ben. Yeah, you guys, uh, you, you walk around, and uh, just like I told uh, Tyrannus when he looked, there wasn't uh, there wasn't any other way in, really. It was just this front door or the, uh, or the windows. Then he'll just go up to the front door, fuck it, and just boom, try to kick it in. <laughs> with your metal leg? Yeah. Okay, do a strength check with advantage. Actually, it's a blacksmith, right? Yep. Um, is there any, like, smoke coming out of, like, a chimney, an exhaust or something, like, showing that the, yeah. the furnace is active? Yeah. Absolutely. And there are plumes of uh, smoke coming out. Uh, is there a window near that? So I believe that's 17. Oh. Or is it 15? Can I see? Uh... You, 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 you give it a good kick and the door does not fully crack open but uh, you, you've definitely damaged it. Bonnie will uh, Bonnie attempt to climb up and look in the upstairs windows. Sure. Do an acrobatics check. 21. Bonnie, how, how, how is it that you nimbly climb up? Do you hop on somebody? Do you climb on a crate? Like, what do you do? She, like... Explain it. <clears throat> she goes, Okay, Susie, let's go luck. And then she'll climb up on the little barrel beside there, jump up on the window, and then, like, hop up to the um, balcony part and walk over to the front window. You guys would see uh, Bonnie doing some parkour uh up the side of the building you look inside you just see <laughs> funny you see a simple bedroom and the beds are made can i investigate in there like is that that's all you're gonna find okay is, like, is the window unlocked uh you try to open it and uh yes it's unlocked Alright. I'm gonna go in. <laughs> Bonnie, you slip in. You slip inside. You're in a pretty standard bedroom. But like I said, the bed is uh, is completely uh, made. You see there's nothing seems suspicious here at all. There's a stairwell that leads downstairs. But you do smell just like... Um, you, you you get you get a pungent smell of like you, you know when somebody's like burning metal yeah um but it's like super strong and it's sort of mixed with like what you would know to be the smell of death like and decay okay well Tyrannus just saw her 
yeah hop up there so i'm gonna assume yeah i'm gonna assume she's coming down to unlock the door bonnie you uh you see the stairwell there are you gonna go down i will slowly walk down the stairwell bonnie you come down the stairs here <coughs> we're gonna say the stairs were here okay you come down the stairs and you're here you enter into the blacksmith's shop you're actually behind the counter when you come down the stairs and uh, you see the front door there which is partially busted in and I'm gonna say right here okay okay and then I'm gonna say uh, probably by that time because Grim was gonna keep kicking it yeah I was gonna attempt it again and I'll just. Do you want me to roll for it or just. No, no, we'll just let you do it. I'm just going to throw everybody in here. <clears throat> One second. Just let me get everybody in. So we have everybody. Did I? That looks like blood. So, Bonnie, you're behind the counter until finally uh, at that front door. Boom! It just busts open and uh, Grim walks inside. And uh, you all enter into the blacksmith's shop. You're again. You're, you are also just a waft with the smell of just like burning metal. There's like a heat in the air too, as if like somebody's just left the coals on for too long and hasn't. And it just keeps burning and hasn't like turned off the fire. And uh, there's heat in the air and just like the smell of uh, rot, rot as well. You would just see because Bonnie's short, just like the top of her head over the counter here. I was coming to open the door. I'm not a very patient man. <laughs> so you'd see a little, uh, the, the way that you would get behind the counter is here. Uh, this sort of flips up in order for you to, to get through. I see Rasuan is already <laughs> going. So, yeah, guys, go ahead. What do you want to do? Uh, just basic uh, investigation of the place. Like okay. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Belgarath because Cody's saying nothing. So, uh, Bel- Belgarath will follow him through the counter. I guess look down the counter. What is yep. he, does he see anything? Uh, you would all see now. I'm assuming since you're all there, there is a, a huge pool of blood and drag marks upon the floor. Um. Thanthree, what are you doing? Thanthree's gonna be eyeing whatever. Is there any like equipment on the like the counter? Yeah, yeah, tons of uh, different swords and shields and uh, and and weapons of all types, armors um, that this blacksmith uh, clearly uh, sells. So yep. he's just gonna be looking at them, admiring all the different types of weaponry that's there. Yep. I'm just kind of doing the same thing. I'll kind of like hop over the counter and just kind of check out some of the weapons. Be like, hmm, I could use one of these. Yeah, let's uh, let's just rob them. Um, <laughs> I'm not stealing anything. I'm just kind of looking at his, his stock. I know. I was just making a joke. I'm sure you wouldn't it's not rob him. Tyrannus okay. is going to go right over to the uh, blood smears and start uh, kind of looking at them. See see if he can tell anything about them. <laughs> Apparently Rasuan is all over it too. Um, I'm going to say Rasuan and uh, and Tyrannus get there first. Where, where are you going, Ray? There you are. Okay, uh, Tyrannus, you can roll a, a medicine check. And anybody else who wants to inspect the blood, 
If you feel like your character would do so, let me know, and I'll tell you what to roll. My character would roll for it. Uh, yeah, I see them. Okay. Do I? All right. So, uh, you c- is Balgrath gonna look? Bonnie is gonna look. You can also roll a medicine check. Medicine. Uh, guess. Guys, I'm an idiot. It should be investigation. You can re-roll that, Tyrannus. Anybody okay. who's looking at the blood should roll an investigation check. It's a little bit better. A little bit better, yeah. Thanthui is staying the fuck back behind. <laughs> no, I I'm see. gonna. I know he's he's gonna be just admiring that until he yeah. decides to go back there. But then yeah. my question is, is he going to be able to fit through the counter? Yes, he will. Damn it. You're not a large creature. You're medium. I'm a fat turtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let me just look at all your checks. Let's see here. Rasuan, very good investigation. No, use the first one. Oh, why? I accidentally double-clicked it. So the oh, okay. I thought you had advantage, maybe. Uh, David, you had advantage, right? Yes, I did. Okay, so you had 16, Belgarath Belgara- uh, at 9, okay. Um, okay. From what I can tell, the blood goes this way, and he points. Yeah, uh, you, all of you who are investigating the blood will definitely be able to tell that the blood starts at a large, closed, and locked iron door that's here, <clears throat> and then it drags across the ground in this direction down this uh, down this hallway that's here um, let me just reveal that Not sure if you saw uh, into a door that's down the hallway here and the door is is uh, slightly cracked open that's all you get Balgarath Tyrannus you're aware that Due to the amount of blood that's there, this was likely one person dragging another person. Bonnie, you would know that the chances are this was a small uh, creature dragging a medium creature that was bleeding out. It's human blood. It's okay. human blood. Um, Ras one's gonna go to the door and, and, and go in. Which one? There's two doors. Uh, th- this one. Okay. The one's sealed, though, isn't it? This one here is a closed iron door. Whatever this is, it's something small dragging something bigger than it. So, Rasuan, you enter. Rasuan, that's what you see. Uh, yeah, it's, you said it was slightly ajar, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, he'll push it, he'll just push it right open. Yeah, and when you open up the door, you see, uh, a small room. The blood continues moving across the floor. There's a large wooden table in the center of the room that has books and little tiny, uh, uh, gadgets and little, uh, uh, tinkerers tools and stuff uh this is obviously like some sort of uh workshop you would assume where the blacksmith would uh prepare some of the things he would then bring to his forge 
and yeah, that's that's what you see from your current position. While they're doing that, uh, Tyrannus is going to go over to the iron door. Yep, and uh, I guess see if he can. It, it's locked for sure, right? You attempt to move it, and it's locked. Yes, and is, the door the door is warm. Okay. Um, okay. would it be, is it like, it's an iron door. Roll is an investigation. Break downable? Yeah, roll an investigation. Okay. Really mediocre rolls. You would know that it needs a key to open it. Okay. That's it. Um, it's very thick, yeah. Hey, Thant, we, we need a, we need a key for this. Uh, where would I find a key? Look around. So, Thanthry's gonna start just investigating behind the counter for. Okay, yeah, a roll key. an investigation. Yep. 21. Man, nice. that's a good roll. You know what? Thanthry does not find any keys, oh. unfortunately. But I would like you to roll a 1d50. A 1d50. D100 divided by 2. There you go. Okay. Roll D100, we'll divide it by two. 52. We'll divide it by two, so that's uh, 21. Or sorry, uh, 26. 26. 26. So you get... uh, You find a card. Ooh. Card 126, whatever that is. 126? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to see what this is, too. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I don't know if you oh. guys are aware, but we're making the playing card. Wow. That's a good card. Ooh. <gasps> so Thanthory's going to grab it and be like, <gasps> Ta-da! Look, 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 look! I got, I got a 126 card! <laughs> Tyrannus is going to walk over and be like, Wow, that's that's impressive. What uh, what, what is it? It's like, a, it's like Queen Oriana. Oh, Interesting. Ooh. You got the Queen Oriana unfaded card. This one's like super rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Um, no, no key though, eh? No, no, no key. Uh, Belgarath and uh, Grim, what are you two doing? I'm gonna kind of head into the back room behind Bonnie and Rasuan. Yeah. Like, hey y'all, we're looking for a little key to get in that. Uh, other room over there if you spot one and I'm gonna do uh, an investigation I guess yeah, yeah there, the there's a desk area. and uh, a shelf uh, we crook her there um Belgarath what are you doing Cody Cody can you not hear us Cody can you not hear us I can <laughs> oh What are you doing? He's just being an asshole. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> no, the internet was going on and off like David uh, was. So. <clears throat> okay, um, so what's Balgarath doing? After overhearing we need a key, uh, seeing Thanthreen uh, investigating this side, uh, Balgarath will investigate this side of the Okay, yeah, you can roll store. your investigation, then I'll go to the other three inside, yep. Uh, yeah, you find shit. <laughs> you're, you're sort of, uh, 
looking around and uh, and and you knock over a uh, a pile of daggers that then just crash to the ground, and make a loud noise like. Keep it down. It wasn't me. Um, I'd like the three of you in the room there to roll perception check before you do any investigation. Just a perception check of the room. What? Like the ones we're in? Or the three of them? It's not. No, no, sorry, sorry. I meant, um, I, I should. I'm sorry. There's three in each room. Yeah, bo- <laughs> you're right. Bonnie, Rasuan, and, and, uh, Grim. Is it Grim or Ben? Like, what are we going to call you? <laughs> it, 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 like you guys, I imagine like the group would call me Ben, but like people around like that don't know him yeah. would call him like Reaper or Grim. Or okay, he rolled gotcha. a nat twenty, by the way. What? Is that the yeah. first nat twenty? Yeah, the did. first nat twenty goes wow. to Benjamin the Grim Reaper Grimshaw. Woo! First nat twenty. Yay. Uh Yeah. So when you walk into the room, you say that you know all oh, they need a key. Then uh, you look at the blood on the floor. <laughs> You see that it's dragging, and it sort of encircles this table, and you can hear a voice. Uh, and I guess I'm going to tell you exactly what you, 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 you're sure what it is. You hear what sounds like a child whimpering behind the table. So I'll, I'll go over and investigate it. Okay, you can go ahead. want to see where you go. You see a woman dead upon the ground. She has a large chunk literally just out of her chest and stomach. Her intestines are falling out. What seems to be a small child, a young boy, uh, is over her whimpering and crying and, and shaking. I don't like this. He's like, I'll just look over. Like, oh, it's all right now. Don't don't worry. It's all right. And I'll just, uh, just move a little closer. Hey y'all, there's there's a little child over here in a, a body. So he's just he's whimpering. Oh, a bunch of you have come, you've all come in. Okay, you've all come <laughs> in. Goes, goes. What happened? The the child seeing more people coming up is. Uh, <laughs> um, the boy just looks up at us. M- 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 monsters. Monsters. Monsters? Where? Monsters. 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 Where are the monsters? <laughs> monsters. 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 The child is. I wanna... He looks like he's maybe nine or ten. He's just covered in blood. Bonnie steps up to him and pats him on the back and goes, You need to tell us where the monsters are. Roll persuasion check, Bonnie. 17. The little boy's shaking and then sees a young girl approaching him. He just sort of breathes a little bit. And then he he comes up to you, Bonnie, and he, he whispers into your ear. Okay, so how do I... I can send a message just to David, can't I? Yeah. 
I can. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's what's whispered in your ear, and then the little boy just sort of sits back and monsters, monsters, monsters. monsters. I swear to God, it, it's okay. You you need to get out of here. We'll take care of it. Can you monsters? You need to you you need to go. Can I you see where the blood leads? Like it it like. It circled the table, and it led to, it led to the uh, dead body of the little boy's mother. Okay, but there's no other like tracks or anything no. leading. Okay, no, just there. That's it. He, he dragged him. He dragged his mother here. Is the boy covered in blood? Yes, on his face too. Yeah. Oh, he. Sorry, he dragged. He brought his mommy here. His dad's still in there, though. Apparently a monster ate the shield and the sword. What did the monster look like? Monster. He didn't tell me. Monster. She turns back to the boy. What? What did he look like? Monster! 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 And he starts just rocking back and forth. Monster! Monster! I want to go up and just try and, like, <clears throat> Calm the boy down. I'll, I'll take out a deck of cards and just, hey, you ever see a magic trick and just kind of use sleight of hand and just kind of like try and distract him and calm him down Roll a little performance bit? Performance check. <clears throat> uh, where's performance? Wouldn't it be sleight of hand since that's what I'm using to. Sure. Actually, yeah. 22. That's great, yeah. So the little boy sort of distracted a little bit and he just he's quiet won't doesn't say anything but just takes the card out of your hand and just starts staring at it um but he's Tyrannus content Tyrannus is gonna go to the walls I guess and try and like inspect the walls cause the kid said they came from the wall so he's curious about that yep yeah, uh you you go up to the walls the walls in this room don't seem damaged or cracked in any way Um, you also sort of put your ear up to it. You don't hear anything. I just put my ear right up to it, and I listen to the... Uh, the whole... Um, yeah. Oh, Bonnie, hold on a minute. Let me check something. So, can she do a survival check to look for any of the... Any things or creatures? Yeah, I have advantage on any checks... To track any fey fiends or undead. Okay, fey fiends or undead. Okay, yeah. Survival. I have an advantage on it if I do. Track if they're in the walls and stuff too, right? Yeah, absolutely. So roll that. Judging by what the little boy said, I think these things came in through the basement, and I, I think that that door is is. Uh, the the door to the basement and we need that key yeah I rolled a twelve <clears throat> you rolled okay uh not none of the above you don't detect anything like that you can't really you can't tell maybe ask him where the key is where where is the key we have to get in that room he shakes and then looks over to Bonnie and because she rolled a okay persuasion earlier he slowly takes out a 
a rusty key and it, that's covered in his mother's blood and hands it to her. She takes it. Don't worry. We'll take care of this. And she starts leaving out to the door. Tyrannus will follow. Yes. Belgrath will follow. <laughs> Dan, Dan three's going to stay and investigate the table. Okay. <laughs> roll roll an investigation, Thanthui. Yes. Uh, 18. You don't find any cards. Aww. But what... I'm just... Yep. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. So, but what you do find is a, uh, a curious-looking uh, mechanism that you've never seen before this sort of uh, spiral piece of metal with like a socket on the end and it's just it's it's quite curious to you Thanthui you've never seen anything like it but um, you, you you believe it may it is unique and maybe special so I'm gonna take it okay and then I'm gonna walk out of the room and go up to Tyrannus and be like look I found a springy thingy Neat. I'm going to keep it for now. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Bo- Bonnie, did you get the door open? Well, Bonnie, without even being answer whether or not anyone's behind her, she would just unlock the door and push it open. You find when you open up this door, there's a steep, steep stairwell uh, here. Oh, no. I'm pressing the wrong thing. There we go. Right here. Uh, that goes deep down into the basement. You guys would just, as soon as the door opens too, you just feel this uh, wave of heat encompass you, cascading around you. Uh, a, a very, very dark basement, save for what seems to be a, 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 a red glow from... Uh... Let's go, Susie. Sam. I basically just want to get the kid out of here, like away from his mom's body and shit. Yeah. So he's not like we're gonna say in the you building. absolutely. So we're gonna say you just sort of comfort the child. Do you want to bring him outside and give him to somebody or? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go outside and call like a local guard. Be like, watch this boy. He's, he's been through a lot and kind of. The guardsman takes the boy, and uh, you make your way back inside. And I'll kind of meet up with the others. Thanthui, you go down first. But but. I don't know what's down there. Bonnie's already in there. I'll be right behind you. Don't worry. Uh, I'm scared, but... uh, I don't trust this little girl. Bonnie comes back and goes, Don't be scared. Here, take my hand. (laughs) Anthony's going to take a hand of a little girl that he doesn't know very well. (laughs) Into a deep, dark basement. Into a deep, dark basement. (laughs) You never do. (laughs) Uh. <laughs> Are you all going in? Yeah. Yeah. Be pretty boring if you didn't. <laughs> okay, so you enter. The room, as I said before, this basement is completely black. No light that you can see. Um, one second. Uh, I'm just going to reveal the map now. So when you enter into the basement, you see just tons of blood wet upon the ground, like a massacre. 
in the middle of the room is a body torn asunder, just mutilated and killed. The anvil in the center of the room, crazily enough, it seems to have been bitten. It's like something has consumed the top of it and it's just sort of melted along the side. The red glow of the uh, of the smithy is your only light illuminating the room. Does anyone have a light? Uh, Belgrath will take out a torch and using that uh, light the torch... And then he'll move over. He'll move over here and throw the torch. Show me where. Uh, how do you ping? Click and hold. That was that meant for us to see? Right there. Yes. Okay. I'll click. I'll throw the torch around this area. You throw the torch there, and then, and you see more of the room. At the uh, at the back, you see. A huge hole is in the wall that seems to break into some, like a, a, a sewer grate um, leading into the sewers below. But uh, it's been completely caved in at this point. You see piles of metal in giant metal um, containers in three spots here, here, and here. You see a huge uh, pile of uh, black obsidian metal in the corner there. And uh, I would like to go up and touch the anvil and use my uh, ability. Or investigate and use my uh, ability. <coughs> Wait. Raswan's gonna stop him and just be like, do you guys not see that? I saw it. As something uh, skittered in the darkness, and yeah. I, I guess only two of you saw it. Uh, is, it's not skittering right now, right? Nope, it's disappeared. It was before the torch was thrown. Okay. Can Bonnie um, do a history just, check to see if she would know, would know what that was? You you wouldn't have. You only caught a quick glimpse of it. Oh, okay. Um. Tyrannus is going to cast Detect Magic. Okay. You detect no magic, except for the magic coming off of the weapons of your allies. Okay. There's a creature in here. Can I investigate the room? It's what I got hole specifically. Whereabouts? Would, would... Yeah, I was going to say, with just natural, like, perception, would we have been able to see which way it skittered last? Uh, you saw that it skittered. Skittered. Because uh, if you're saying it's before the... It was here, okay. and then it seemed to go over here. A ton of, like, scraps of metal uh, sits right here, and then these are big metal crates as well. So Rasuan's just gonna point. We saw it here. We we saw it go from here to here. Uh, Belgarath is going to look in 
investigate the metal crates. Show me where you go. Uh, go like right here and investigate like these one, like these two. Yeah, roll an investigation. Yep. Oh God. I get a three. <laughs> As you're looking at the crate spell graph, um, and then you, you would suddenly see from this pile of metal that's here, the metal starts to sort of shift and move a bit until you sort of just give it a look and you would just see a face in the metal with a monstrous face it seems to be almost insectoid with long huge uh, antennae that slap and lick against the metal and the metal immediately melts and then it's gaping maw just sort of opens up and then it it leaps at you and bites you uh 18 does I hit your AC yes you take seven piercing damage and if you take any damage that suit uh retracts so if you want to just exp- the, the, this creature comes and bites you and then you take uh, seven piercing damage um, and what does everybody see? Uh, so, uh, so the suit would actually retract from the legs and the arms upwards to the helmet itself, and then the helmet would just be sitting on top of my head. Mm-hmm. Not like not a full face helmet, but almost like a half half helmet. Yeah, just so you can see my face. You would see. A little green goblin. And sorry. So for a moment. And then you, uh, and it's revealed that Belgarath is actually a goblin in disguise. You all didn't see that coming. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Um, Describe what Belgarath looks like as a goblin. So Belgarath would appear to be about three foot nine four feet tall um long black uh dreaded hair with almost jewels in embedded in them uh his clothes would be armor made of bone like strictly bone with uh, a black almost painted black uh emblem on his waist that looks like a dragon head and uh, he'd also have his ears and his, I think one of his nose pierced as well. So part Excellent. of his nose pierced. Yes. So this uh, this uh, little goblin barbarian is now revealed. I guess from your guys' perspective, it would seem like this creature bit your ally and turned him into a goblin. <laughs> but as soon as you're pierced and you're attacked, suddenly you guys would see in t- um, on the other side of the room there... Uh, this one starts emerging, and these are rust monsters, and they are ready to fight. So, from the far end of the room where that black obsidian metal is, Aerotol, oh boy, 
Rasuan, where you saw that creature scurry off to where you said it was, it sort of emerges, this insectoid sort of... And its antennae are there, and everything that's metal that their antennae touch immediately melts. And they slurp it up. (laughs) Roll for initiative. So you can just click on the initiative on your on Beyond Twenty. It'll do it. Yep. Great. The Nat One. (laughs) That's okay. You don't get punished for initiative Nat Ones. It still sucks. Yeah, of course it does. I'm going to ask you guys to call them out because I'm actually using the D&D Beyond um, encounter beta thing. I've never used it before, so I just have to write it all in. So, Tyrannus, your initiative? Uh, two. Two? Okay. One second, I've got to... Okay, I'll... Somehow we went in order. Exactly in order. Yeah. Belgrath. I rolled an 18. Rasuan. 19. Thanthui. 7. Bonnie. 16. Grim. I rolled a 12. Okay, so just get rid of. Okay, so top of the turn order is Rasuan. What do you want to do? You, and if you notice, I put dots on them. One's red, one's green. If you wanna, if you have to call out. Well, I want the blue one. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I'll take out the my longbow and I will uh, take a shot at the far uh, one in the corner, the red one. Yep. That's a hit. Nine damage. I love I love how quick that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say nine damage. Nice. Yeah, you shoot your, uh, you shoot your longbow. The arrow pierces its uh, heavy metallic carapace, and it lets out a a, a monstrous, but uh, just sort of shakes it off, and the arrow just snaps on its body between the uh, plates of its carapace. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. And... That means that it is now Belgrath's turn. What do you do? Uh, so the so the creature took a bite out of um, my armor. It bit your armor, but once again, if you read the if you read your uh, stats on the magic item that I told you to read. If your armor takes any damage at all, or once combat begins, it automatically folds up. So, you've just taken damage. Yes. That's all. Okay. So, out of surprise of him biting me, you would uh, get a little bit ticked off. That, that really fucking hurt, you know that? And he would go rage. When Belgrath rages, he almost his skin starts to turn like a red color, and almost has lines, um, almost dug into him. Like, think of he kind of grows, but not really. 
uh, dra- red dragon scales on his body. Yeah, there's a few red dragon scales. Yes, I am wielding my giant bow. You're wielding. And I will go for an attack. So... He's wielding a giant femur bone. Nice as crit. What? Not 20. Not 20. Use the femur of uh, Zephyr the Dreaded. Okay. So I don't know why I rolled twice like that. Doesn't matter. The first one was not 20. <laughs> so you just cartoonishly just whack this rust monster right in the head. It just... <laughs> it's antennae just like flipping back and forth. Trying to... Uh, Trying to just like lash against the uh, the weapon that you're using, but it's made of bone, not metal, so it's not melting. Um, so it does yeah. uh, eight plus two nine ten, I guess ten damage. Yep, ten damage. Okay, it's still up. Okay, so is that the end of your turn? Yes, this is the end of my turn. All right, that means the next person to go is Bonnie. All right, so Bonnie is going to look over at look over at the monsters and be like, "All right, let's play." And then she will use um, <coughs> Curse of the Bloated Agony on the red one, but she's going to use it as uh, she's going to amplify it so it lasts for one minute. Um, your the curse the with it, it for the person within thirty feet. Um, that creature will now have a disadvantage on strength and dexterity ability checks, um, and it takes one d8 necrotic damage if it makes more than one melee attack on its turn, and it will last for one minute. And then she will also attack the green one. My eyes go black. A purple sword pops out of my arm and I catch it with my hand. I then go and attack the green one. I roll a six. Read it exactly as he said it. I know. Read it exactly word for word as he said it. My My eyes go go black and my sword come out of my arm. It is purple. I catch it and attack the green one. No, why'd you pause? You're supposed to say it. Okay, no and color. miss. All that for fucking miss. <laughs> <laughs> so after he casts the curse, then he, uh, you, you, you guys would see a sword just pop out from Bonnie's arm. It's a long, what looks like a dark tendrils sort of surrounding the blade shining purple sword and uh, it, she catches it in her hand and then slashes and uh, her, her, her slash just um, cuts against the uh, the outer carapace of the of the rust monster and there's just huge sparks as he as he misses I assume that's the end of his turn so moving on yeah Whew, over that there we go Grim it's your turn. Shit, man, I forgot what I was gonna do. <laughs> yeah, well, pressure. Um, I'm just gonna do an attack uh, with my retractable blade. Well, come on, make it cool. It's your first time in combat. You want to explain it? 
Uh, I guess yeah. I'll just like attack with my retract. No, like that's what I'm gonna do, and then I'm gonna. Okay. So from here, would I be able to attack with a? Because it's a five foot range. Would that classify, or do I need to move one space closer? Uh, you have to be right next to him. Grim just darts across the room, jumps over the anvil, slides, and what happens? Basically, he'll just kind of like dart, and he'll just extend his arm, and a large blade will just kind of like pop out of it, and he'll just kind of ah, and it kind of. A large blade pops out of your metal arm, and you yeah. flash. Let's hope this is epic and that you hit. It's not like ding. <laughs> it's like a, a Baraka style, like from Mortal Kombat kind of thing, or uh, something along those lines. Let's see here. No, it's a mess. Okay. It's a seven. Your sword uh, just misses him. Again, just creates sparks as it hits against the metal skin, this metal thick hide of the... Uh, the rust monster. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Than 3. Uh, so Than 3's going to... Hmm. So you're gonna notice Belgarath is injured? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Shit's strange for Than 3 so right of, now. Yeah. So out of the nature of Than 3's heart... It's gonna. Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna do that. It's gonna walk up to behind Balgaroth and touch him, and then cast uh, Cure Wounds on him. Okay. I guess we're figuring out what class you are. Huh. <laughs> uh, so that's seven to healing. Wow, that's like all the damage, pretty much. Yep. So you've just been healed by uh, by this uh, nice turtle. Hi. Is that the end of your turn? Nice turtle. That is the end of my turn. Okay, so next is the rust monsters. The first one's going to attack um, and attack Belgarath. Attempts to bite you. Ten to AC. <coughs> Cody. 10 to AC. Oh, sorry. Uh, miss. Okay. So, it <laughs> attempts to bite you. You're just like, you just hold it back with your uh, huge bone club that you have. The femur bone. Um, and uh, you don't have any metal on you. So, it's not going to do anything with that. The other one is going to attack uh, Grim, who's up by himself, way in that corner. Yeah. I'm basically just trying to keep that one busy. Attempts to bite you. That's a six. Daisy? Yep. That's a miss. Okay, now I need you to roll a dex save. DC is one second. Eleven. Ten? Ten. Okay, so it because its antennas then grab at your arm. Uh, it can corrode uh, any ferrous metal object it can see within five feet. If it's being worn or carried, it's going to destroy one foot cube of the object. 
So it wouldn't be able to see that my arm is metal, but it'd be able to see my sword. Yeah, but it grabbed your it grabbed your sword arm. So I'm gonna say, uh, it yeah. it literally yeah, eats your sword. Your sword is gone, and even there <coughs> on your hand, a chunk of your hand has started melting. Where the antenna just wrapped around the sword, melted it, and is consuming it, and then it moves up and uh, starts burning at your hand at your hand too. So how about just for flavor, we say it starts burning up, and I just fucking like dislodge my hand, kind of like sacrifice the the hand, kind of. Sure, sure. So I'll start that over damage. again. The rust monster attempts to bite you. You just block it with your uh, with your uh, with your blade between its uh, gnarled, split teeth. Its beady green eyes, just like looking around. Suddenly, the antenna come wrap themselves around your sword and then and then your arm, and then you just feel as your arm and the sword just melt immediately and corrode away into liquid. Seeing that it's basically beyond salvage, I'll kind of like press a button on my arm yeah. and just kind of disengage my hand and just have it fall yeah, from my body. Your, just your, like, your hand just falls off your body and the thing just no, melts just... your hand away and then just... Hey, but you don't have a sword now. That's oh. right. I'll... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Attack. Wow, Billy. First fight, you lose an arm. Sucks. I got other shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the end of my turn. That's the end of their <clears throat> turns. Uh, so, Tyrannus... It's now your turn. Finally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb at the red one. Chromatic Orb, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, it gives me options here. 18. That's a hit. And I deal 18 lightning damage. So Tyrannus kind of steps up beside uh, Rasu on. Before you before you explain it, you want yeah. it, just to let you know, it had eighteen health left. So, you, Tyrannus, oh. Tyrannus, please tell me yeah. how you kill this rust monster that has just eaten the arm of uh, of your comrade. So Tyrannus is going to step up uh, beside Rasu on. And he's going to raise his glaive, and electrical energy is going to course through the glaive and shoot out across the room and kind of absorb into the rust monster and explode it from the insides. The humidity in the room coalesces around where uh, where, where this rust monster is, and then it just sort of, uh, its beady eyes sort of look over at uh, Tyrannus, and then this spark of, like, air just becomes lightning. Then you just see a blue glow with underneath its carapace and body. It just... And then explodes. Nice job, Parker. Chunks of uh, flesh and metal fly all over uh, all over Grim. Okay. So Grim will just uh, kind of turn around and be like, Hey, thank you. With his non-hand arm. <laughs> you just t- tip your hat like your uh, like avatar? Like, oh, he, he was going to go tip his hat, but he forgot he, he disengaged his hat. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, so um, that's the end of your turn, Tyrannus? Yes, yeah. I'd hope so. Rasuan, your turn. Um, seeing that the big, tall, sturdy Tyrannus uh, stood next to me, uh, Rasuan's going to take this opportunity to launch himself off of him and land about there. You can do that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's going to take out his uh, Jing 
uh, Dragon Sword and stab into uh, uh, the Rust Monster. Yep. Hopefully. Ooh, Ooh. second crit. Another nat 20. Oh, shit. So I'm guessing it's just the 8 damage. Times. How are we doing crits? It already does it. If you're wielding it with one hand, it would be one plus eight. If you're wielding it with two hands, it would be six. So it would be eight. It's still eight overall, I believe. Yeah, so it's eight damage total. So you guys would just see Rasuan just sort of fly in the air, uh, samurai style, and then just dig his blade into the this creature's uh, back. It's not dead. Next it's up It's gotta is be almost dead. Belgarath, what do you do? Uh, still in his rage. Belgarath will hit it with his giant bone. Yeah, your femur bone. So... 17 hits. 17 hits, so it'll be... Yay! 11 plus 2, I think. Yeah. Belgarath, how do you kill the rust monster? I hold my bone over the head of my character and continuously bash the shit out of it in a very furious way. Uh, yep. You just start beating it. And you don't stop and you're just you're just beating it, beating it, beating it and then uh, and, uh, all, right to a pulp until its, its head just cracks in and then it's just like you're just blood and just flesh is just flying everywhere. And you're just continuing to beat it and beat it and beat it until it's dead. You motherfucking piece of fresh shit! You're gonna die right now! Cody, that's the most emotion you've ever had. Shut up. It only took two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, it only took one season. This is the yeah. second season. We're on, we're on two. This is. Yep. Okay. And. Proud of you. So then it, it falls down. I'm assuming Rasuan pulls out his blade. And you guys, that is the end of combat. One second. Nice job, Belgarath. Okay, yeah. And that is the end of combat. Kind of pick up here next time. Yeah. All right. End of combat. And that is where we're going to end this episode. The first episode of Campaign 2. Yeah, that's the uh, first episode of Campaign 2, guys. How do you feel? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good? Uh, yeah, you happy? Lost the hand. Yeah, yeah. Lost yeah, the hand. That's good. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty pissed off. Why? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you're pretty pissed off. You got a lot of explaining to do, I think, <coughs> next time, to be honest, because, uh, yeah. They, you got some explaining They saw you transform twice. Yeah, so uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of The Stubborn Heroes, and welcome to the Isles of Umbra in Campaign 2. Um, if you want to see the uh, character art, which was done by the wonderful Nakara, our, uh, our goddess of, of art, you can uh, check out either our Patreon, our Instagram, our Facebook page, because by the time this episode comes out, the art is going to be everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty high-quality shit, and you can see all the different characters uh, that you heard today in this episode. And, uh, yeah, this is our, our future party, and I think it's a nice little mix. I hope you guys had fun, and until next time, bye! Bye!